0: What's up y'all, it's your girl Diamond Pearl and welcome to the very first episode of Jewel's Diary. Now, some of you may or may not know who I am. If you don't, you can Google me. <laughs> but since this is our very first episode, I wanted to do something special for everyone um if you do know me then you know that i love the horror genre especially michael myers in specific the halloween franchise now a lot of you may or may not know that halloween is making an official return this october um for its new movie halloween kills now if a lot of you remember a couple of years ago back in 2018 we got halloween 2018 now that movie that movie was actually you know it it kind of to me it gave me a nostalgic feeling almost um you know it kind of reminded me of the old halloween but at the same time it gave you know a refresher and you know when i say refresher i mean it um it was almost like a breath of fresh air, like, okay. Cause we were all excited to, to um, know that Halloween was making its return after many, 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 many years of Michael Myers not being on our television screens, except only on um, FX's and AMC's um, Halloween marathon, Halloween every year, of course. But um, when it came back personally, I was like, oh, this, this is pretty good. You know, it gave everything it was supposed to gave. Um, however, other people, you know, they felt as though they hyped the movie up too much. Like the trailers, they kept showing them and then they kept like, you know, the promo, it was a lot. Which in a way they're kind of right, but at the same time they have to think about, you know, Michael hasn't been on the TV screen since the year 2003, I believe, um, with Halloween Resurrection. So they had to market it in a way that that they knew it would generate money. Because, you know, dating back to the very first Halloween, which had much, much smaller budget than the rest of the films in the franchise did, it was the top Halloween franchise grossing movie, you know? So for this, they had to make sure it was marketed properly because Even though there are Halloween fanatics, and I'm one of them, even though there were Halloween fanatics and people who adored Halloween, they still had to make sure that it became like a mainstream thing and not just something that was found on YouTube, like, oh, my Myers is back and da da da. They had to make sure that everybody knew as a collective, not just people who follow the Halloween franchise. Um, What I did like about the Halloween 2018 version, um, it did bring sort of a comedic relief when it came to certain lines. And I think that was a lot of Danny McBride's work because he's he's very, you know, he's a genius when it comes to the comedy area in um, movies. And um, when we get to Halloween 2018, you know, you see um, Lori, Lori's daughter and granddaughter and, you know, their family, they're living um, in Haddonfield. Of course, someone has to go dig up Michael and, you know, antagonize him and of course he escapes from the mental asylum as he would usually do he's looking for Laurie but except in this film he and Laurie are not brother and sisters they try to make it seem like um, he was just a babysitter killer. They tried to make it more suspenseful and like, oh, why is it just killing all these people? Unlike um, the 70s, 80s, and 90s Halloween where he was trying to kill his family and it gave him motivation. But now since, you know, he's not after family, it's like more suspenseful. Like, why are you just killing random people? And, you know, the movie ends with um, Lori her daughter and granddaughter trapping Michael in a fire in Lori's house in her basement and you know they leave and then you see the Halloween kills trailer and there are fire trucks going of course because the house is on fire they have to put the fire out and you see Lori and her daughter and granddaughter saying oh no we, we don't don't put the fire out don't put the fire out and of course they can't hear them so they go to try to put the fire out Michael ends up killing every last one of those firefighters. And it, it really shocked me because, although we know that Michael has killed, you know, groups of people before, we never really, like, see it. Like, in previous, um, previous Halloweens, like, um, I believe it was Halloween 4, I wanna say, or in Halloween 5, when he goes in the police station, you know, kills the police officers. We know that he does this, But we don't actually see him do it so it was kind of a shocker to me like oh michael's killing a group of people out in the open now Oh wow like it was it was just shocking i was like we never get to see him do that but we got to see it this time so i was like wow and you know of course laurie and then they think that michael's dead the sheriff tells them that michael is not dead and we have to find him of course he's going on another killing rampage and at this point it shows that Lori is completely fed up. She wants Michael dead. She's tired of fighting. You know, she's been fighting for 40 plus years to get this killer off of her back and he's not letting up. And so at this point, we're just like, well, why is he still trying to kill? What is the motive at this point? And, you know, they're trying to say the more he kills, the more he transcends. And I'm like, well, what What does that mean? I'm like, is he turning into a supernatural being? Is, is that what's going on? Because, you know, back in the 80s and the 90s Halloween films, you know, Dr. Loomis, he said he wasn't a man, he was evil on two legs, which is correct. But, you know, it wasn't, you know, trying to force him as a demon. And with Halloween Kills, it's just like, oh, now he's a demon almost. They didn't, you know, directly say that, but that's kind of what we get when you hear the words, the more he kills, the more he transcends, which makes us think, oh, he's become a supernatural being. And, you know, with that, I was just like, well, okay. So, you know, I really can't wait to see the movie. Like, I know it's gonna be a good movie. All the Halloweens have been pretty good um, so far, but, you know, we can take a, a deep dive back into the Halloween franchise. It's like Halloween 1978. one of the most iconic movies, not even horror movies, one of the most iconic movies that has ever been made. And for the budget to have been so low to make the movie, it's one of the top grossing movies in box office ever. And that's what's so amazing about the original Halloween films. And, you know, following behind with Halloween 2, with us finding out more about Lori and Michael's backstory as being siblings, you know, it kind of Dives into the psychological route of why Michael is, you know, trying to kill her. And then you have Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, which did not include Michael Myers as a character, but more as a fictional character on like TV. They were promoting the Halloween um movie. It was coming on TV. And they had it on TV in the movie. So, you know, I would respect Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. I would respect it only because of the fact that it's a part of the Halloween franchise, even though it does not have the Michael Myers timeline, it is itself a cult classic, only because of the plot and the storyline. If the plot and the storyline were not as well put together as they were, like it would not have been such a good movie. Then going on into um, Halloween 4, um, the return of Michael Myers, you know, you see Laurie's daughter, um, Jamie, And at this point, you know, Lori isn't a part of the franchise anymore. She's been killed off in a car crash. Um, You see Jamie with her foster parents. And of course, Michael's trying to kill her because that's a part of his bloodline. That's his niece. He wants her dead. Um, He eventually gets her in Halloween 6, the curse of Michael Myers. And she's killed off very quickly in the beginning. And, you know, I did some research as to why that had happened, because, you know, that's one of the quickest kills for a main character that I've ever seen in the Halloween franchise. And when I when I did this research, you know, I had read it said, um, oh, they killed um Jamie's character off very quickly because at this point, the story is no longer about her or her mother, Lori, which is why her character wouldn't have been relevant to the movie, which I think is a little I said that would be a little hasty because it was still about her baby. Her baby was, you know, the last of the Myers bloodline. But, you know, I I think that they could have done more with her character. But being that Danielle Harris did not return to the Halloween franchise for that movie, you know, I could see why they did that. Because it's like we already don't have Danielle Harris as... Jamie who've we seen since you know Halloween 4 so I can see why they would want to um, kill that character off very quickly now you have Danny and his mother um, Kara And they live in the Myers house with their family. And Michael is back and apparently he's killing his family, you know, because of some curse inflicted on him called the Thorn, I believe. And um, it's traditionally under Sam Hain, Halloween. So you see Michael, you know, going through trying to find this baby and make it his last blood sacrifice. And, you know, you just that movie really made me wonder, like, what are they trying to turn Halloween into, because it was more mysterious to me when, you know, we didn't have all these other factors as to why Michael was just slashing off babysitters, because he started off as a babysitter killer. And then it was, oh, he wants to kill his sister. Oh, now he wants to kill his niece. Oh, now he wants to kill his niece's baby. And these all other all these other people, you know, among traces. So, you know, it's just like. The Halloween franchise became to get like all over the place. And then after Halloween six, it was followed up in 1998 with Halloween H2O, which had nothing to do with Halloween six. They completely threw away that storyline and brought back Lori's character. Now, Jamie doesn't even exist anymore. Her character doesn't even exist since we're following the H2O timeline. Now, Lori has changed her name and now she has a son and she's moved to California, I believe it was. Of course, Michael has followed her all the way to California so he can try to kill her. He does not succeed. But what he does is he gets Laurie ended up in a psychiatric institution because she ended up killing the wrong man. You know, you know, if you know, you know, you don't, you don't. But, um, which was this movie was followed up with um, Halloween Resurrection. And that movie, I could say... It kind of brought back the feeling of the Halloween franchise because we're still following the Lori storyline in a way. But at the same time, Lori is killed off in the beginning of the movie. So it's just like now we're just following the storyline of a group of people, college kids, who are going on a danger-tainment thing in Michael's childhood home. And what they don't know is that Michael is actually there. Of course, he starts killing everyone. Then they realize, oh, of course, Michael's here. You know, they try to escape. And, you know, it's just, I say that to say this. The Halloween franchise has been taken through so many loops, so many hoops of storylines and plots. And they have raised so many characters and so many things. You know, it just, they've changed almost everything. So with these new Halloween films, you just, kinda of have to think like keep an open mind because anything could be changed, anything could happen, something could be revealed that we never even, you know, would have thought of. So it's kind of just a game of wait and see. I think the Halloween Kills film would be pretty good. I, I do believe it'll be good because I saw the trailer and I would like the trailer. So I'm hoping and praying that the movie will do the trailer is justice. Um as well as, you know, the directors. I believe John Carpenter came back for Halloween twenty eighteen to work on the score for it. I believe so. And I hope he returns again and I hope, you know, he directs Halloween Kills. I hope that's what's being done. Because John Carpenter's work, it was phenomenal. You know, and Mustafa Akkad, he, you know, he he had um some good work too with the the um the Jamie franchise, you know, Halloween's four, five, I wanna say six, I'm not sure, but You know, it's just a game of wait and see. And I do believe that Halloween Kills is followed with Halloween Ends, which is supposed to come out in 2022, which would be next year. Um, You know, I figured that would be when Michael is killed off but I don't want to say so and then you know because you just you never know Michael keeps coming back I mean he's came back all this many times and it's 2021 and he's still coming back so I guess we'll just have to play a game of you know wait and see so thank you guys for tuning in to the very first episode of Jewel's Diary don't forget to like and share and if you really love your girl you can follow me on Instagram bye